Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Ida Bros podcast. This is episode 11, and it's not quarantine edition. Oh, I was going to interrupt you and be like, not quarantine edition. Not <laughs> quarantine uh, edition. Yes. This is a social distancing edition. Yes. Let me see. Are we six feet apart? Close Probably enough. not. You're close enough. <laughs> well, it's an average, right? Trevor's yeah, all the way I'm over like there. So. 20 Trevor's feet 10 feet away. I'm four feet from Hayden. You know, we're, <sighs> we're good. So, yeah, we are back together finally squad yes squad goals (laughs) and we're gonna talk about some great stuff today trevor you said you had lots of topics why you gotta do that to me i don't know why you gotta be this rude well what have you guys been up to probably not much because that's what everybody's been up to work sleep repeat losing my bank on tarkov very quickly that's about it what's a tarkov bank or stash, I guess. No, oh, okay. So you've got money in the game that you yeah, can in-game endure. money. Um, yeah. Now, have so. they moved to like the the EA version where you can actually pay money to play the game? No. And the cool thing about Tarkov is the developers have said that they will not do microtransactions. Oh, really? So that's a good idea. Hold on, though. A caveat. I don't know what you paid for it. But you do have the bigger box thingy, which isn't yeah. a huge deal. But there is that, so it's not that'll go away eventually, though. Oh, okay. It's supposed to, so you can buy the separate editions of the game, and essentially, if you buy the most expensive edition, you get like a slightly better container, and then you get more stash space. But it doesn't like make you better at the game, yeah. which is cool. It is something, but yeah, they're definitely they're on the right yeah. track. I like it. So still in like beta number. Yeah, technically a beta, billion. Yeah, it's been in beta for like it's like at point five or six years. One two point three four six something like that. It's got quite uh, the one point two six. I think is 1. the most 26. current patch, but or maybe that's the one we're waiting for. But anyhow, it's a fun game. Yeah, I I, I want to play it. I just got to get a, a PC that'll be you can able to probably play it. Can you play it on Mac? No, you can't. You can't play anything on Mac. <laughs> no. So they don't even make it for Mac, do they? I mean... Your Mac probably... I mean, your you Mac can might You could download it. it. I don't know if it would run Just it. Just buy though. a PC. Well, see, so yeah, because, you know, I was thinking either you get an eGPU or that's it. There's a nothing what? else. An external GPU. Have oh you not done that before? Oh, my gosh. Why They're we... actually pretty cool. The fact that that's a thing makes me sad. But... Because if you want to do, like, some extra hardcore processing on a laptop, you just have it sit on your desk... You plug it in through Thunderbolt, and mm. then your computer automatically recognizes it. How much it. RAM you got in that, Thunderbolt. In that bad boy? <gasps> this one, it's 16. It was maxed out. 16. Mm. You probably could then, because that's what my... Mine's got like four. <laughs> so you you have four what? gigabytes of RAM? No, on my Mac. Oh, I, th- I okay. was like, how yeah. do you function with that? <laughs> no, I've got I've got 16. Let yeah. me look at the... I think the biggest thing think for me is probably the, the GPU. It's only yeah. a... It's a Radeon R9 M... 370x it's only two yeah you're yeah gonna, i think it's it's a, a bit behind on that. my yeah, my I mean, gpu my laptop had four yeah i need to get a better gpu and i think i think my ram because i only had eight gigs of ram in the laptop you could all you could also just get a gaming pc yeah you know from i i want i like my mac because it just has everything i want with regards to video editing photo editing it just works flawlessly but for gaming i I mean, I gaming get... PCs also do the whole video editing really no, well. No, I don't they want do. wind blows. No wind blows. <laughs> Run Linux. Linux, absolutely. Well, Linux has gotten better for gaming, hasn't it? Um, I actually have no idea. Yes. I know if you're running Linux, you can run all your games in a Windows virtual machine. Though. Sure, I yeah. think that's what a lot of people do, mm-hmm. is they have Linux, but then they run VMs for specific things that they need it to do yeah um and that way it's supposed to be like more secure too well yeah i know linux is a great os did it in school it's great Ooh, linux so yeah gaming pc this it's on my do list it. of things to do do it let's go to best buy right now let's go hey, are they actually open because yes. i know they were doing like deliver to your car so was that right that's amazing first off um you order through their app and then you like show up, they have like assigned parking spots, like numbers, and you pull up the app and then you say like, hey, I'm here. You like go to your order, say you're here and tell them what spot you're in and then they bring it out to your car. Um, but now as of 
when everybody like phase two, whatever, like last week or whatever, um, you can schedule appointments and then go into the store. So they're only letting a certain amount of people into the store. Ah, uh, okay. But it's by appointment only for that. But you can still shop online, and I don't know why you'd want to go in the store to shop online and pull up. But I just like to stand and just stare at the TVs. I don't. I don't know if they'll let you <laughs> do that since they're trying to get people in and out. But sure. I think it's more of I want to buy a TV, but I need to speak to somebody about it, kind of a thing is what they're shooting for. But I don't know. I don't work at Best Buy. Sponsor us. I love you, Best Thank Buy. Thank you, Best Buy. <laughs> They've got yeah. pretty good gaming stuff, though. I know they sell all the like newest Alienware stuff. I know they have a nice little display. Like that, the but... whatever the triangle. Yeah, the triangle computer. Box one <laughs> with like the liquid cooling running through it and everything. Every time I see a Best Buy, I'm like, man. That ship has sailed. I'm a big fan of my computer, though. I just think Alienware is kind of funny. They're, they're, they make super cool stuff, but I feel like a lot of it is very flashy. Well, what Dell wants you to have is flashy. Mm-hmm. Well, and they're... I think Are they're they owned by Dell? Yeah. They were bought up by Dell. Interesting. I didn't oh, know yeah. that. Yes. Dell has a very interesting timeline with regards to technology. It used to be a private company, then it went public, and then it went private again. So they're even all over the place. Hmm. I think Alienware really is more geared toward like professional kind of a thing because I I see it everywhere in like the mm-hmm. professional stuff. Well, it but, reminds me a lot of Beats. Yeah. By Dre. Like they make good like, products. Beats made sponsor us Apple. Products, yeah. yeah. Which I think Beats are going away this year. Are they? According really? To, according to the rumors. Wow, that's. They're releasing their own over ear AirPods. That's uh. So we'll see. So they but bought the brand, took the IP, and then they tur- killed it. Yeah, I mean that's. They, I mean that's the rumor. They, I mean, they made a lot of money off it. Oh no! Oh doubt. my no gosh, doubt. they slayed with those. Mm-hmm. Remember that? There was like two hundred bucks for like their basic overhead headphone, and the sound quality was horrible. Yeah. Yeah, nothing beats those big, huge stereo speakers. In Dude. Here. Nothing beats a good ass marketing campaign. Oh yeah, yes. Well, yeah, it helps when before before Apple bought it with Dr. Dre, they were everywhere. Everywhere, they all like all the music videos with all the rappers, they were wearing them. That's DJs were wearing them at concerts. Like, yeah, Dr. Dre was on point with the marketing yeah. of those. And then Apple kind of and I stopped marketing them. It was like the weirdest. They still thing, pop up because, like, I I remember when they became popular, and then everybody was just like wearing them all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, cause like when I had nice over the head headphones, like I'd put them on, wear them, and then I'd like put them in my backpack. But with Beats, it was like a fashion statement yeah. well, to wear your Beats. That's partially the way they were marketed too, mm-hmm. and that's one of the reasons why the cables popped out. Cause you just throw them over here. Yep. You don't have to deal with it. They're very well planned, but I don't. I I don't know if Apple's killing them, but it looks like. I wouldn't be surprised. Moving on to was, something else. That was like ten years ago that mm-hmm. those like. Wow. And the AirPods are destroying. Have you seen the sales figures for those things? No, I haven't. They're unreal. They're making bank off AirPods. That's I believe it. I want I want to try some of I've tried Air, some AirPods and they were they were cool. I liked them. The just the Apple earbud doesn't really fit my ear very mm-hmm. well. Um but I know Samsung is making some and I want to try those Raycon ones that uh you always see ads about. Don't drop your so for those, those that are, are listening, the, Trevor just hucked his my bougie ass AirPods Pros that I bought. Pros, yeah. So they're noise canceling, oh, and they got and the little got the, the little, little squishy thingies. tips. They're more expensive, but they are because I had I am a hundred percent an Apple fanboy. Um, I have bought the regular AirPods, which I love to death. Those but were my, my battery was going out on them. Really yeah. Nice. The battery life on those, or I don't know about those, but on the other ones is not I like the best. The case. Yeah, I do. Apple just really just has a thing for design. Uh, just throw it up. So here we go. Thank you. There we go. Um, Sorry, I've got so much. Yeah, I guess that's fair. But they're quite nice. Um, so here's a question, Tristan. What are you looking for? Are you looking for portable sound, or are you more into the listening experience? Listening experience, and I want them to be comfortable. That's comfortable? Like... So why don't you do just like the over-the-head sealed ones? Because then you're really getting the... Because 
they like ride on your ears and they really? get uncomfortable after a while. Even the really big ones, because so, that's what I've seen. Is those like... I haven't had any issue. They're um, Steel Series Arctis fives. We're Forks? like sponsorship podcast. We just name drop people. Yes, love <laughs> um, us brands, please. They're super comfortable. They've got that like they call it their like ski goggle strap that sits on top of your head. Okay. So you can keep the ear cups from just riding down on your ears. Okay. Um, so those are super comfortable, um, but those are geared more towards gaming. The sound quality is really good, though. Um, so what about but, like, a, like a... I guess if I was looking for like something like AirPods where they're Bluetooth, they would definitely be a portability thing then. Okay. I feel like you don't buy headphones for like audiophile level quality. You can, but I feel like if you're really if you, concerned about audio quality, you buy speakers. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and that was the other thing I was going to suggest. Have you thought about getting um just not I what would you call them? They're they're uh they're computer speakers. They're just little tiny ones, not the really big 16 foot <laughs> subwoofer little tweeters or whatever. Yeah, I can't I'm trying to think of what the name is. Bookshelf uh, How could I forget it? Bookshelf size. For my truck, the answer is yes. For my apartment, the answer is headphones. Really? Okay. Yeah, because um, when you have speakers like that, you want to enjoy loud music loudly. Yeah. And uh, in an apartment, that doesn't really work out very well. Yeah, with the. Some of us don't live in our parents' basements. Just kidding. Yeah, but. Um, I don't know. I I'm pretty happy with what I have headphones wise. I've got the my like earbuds that I use all the time are Sennheiser brand. Yeah, Sennheiser. Uh, or Sennheiser, however you say it. Sennheiser. They're like TX twenty fives or they I don't know. They were sponsor a Sennheiser. <laughs> they're like a twenty five dollar pair of earbuds. So when I'm out and about or running around, they're really lightweight. They are just traditional like earbuds though. They've got a cable. Well, the other thing you might get actually is with gaming. I don't know how games do um, surround sound because there is directional stuff, right? Mm -hmm. At least with speakers, you could get more direction than you could with your. your I don't know. I mean, if that's something that's that's really want, affecting your game, unless you're buying multiple like speakers, you can't. It's hard to beat like uh, 3D sound with headphones. They do. Yeah, I've I, seen they do a really good job. Like you have to have like the the one, the two, and then the two behind you or whatever to really and get then a the good, seven, the nine, the <laughs> to get to get like a good like three sixty sound out of sure like, physical speakers. And at that True. point, I mean, yeah, you're really gonna have to. Uh, you're getting get ridiculous a, at that point. I'm gonna have to put my desk in the center of my bedroom. <laughs> yes. Obviously, just take this out. Take the counter. Just out. take the Who counter out. That? Put your desk right here. Just put a twin size mattress on it. <laughs> That's where I'll sleep. Hammock. We can do a hammock. Let's Actually, hang it. that would be super cool. <laughs> it seems really uncomfortable to me. They're not bad. Really? I mean, that's what I sleep in when I backpack. I should try it. Oh, I'll probably that's what we need to do sometimes. Backpack. Like I said, weren't we talking Let's, about doing we a were. podcast in the the wilderness? I don't know. Yeah, we. I Did we joked about it, but podcast? can we actually do that? I want to do it. Yeah. Do you, do you have? Well, I guess. I don't have anything. What's your uh, computer outlet plug? Is it a three-prong or two-prong? It's a three-prong. Oh, dang it. I got two-pronger in my outlet in my Jeep. I'll just... just so uh, we can charge it off that. Just do it out of the back of the Jeep, but... I could uh, borrow my parents' you know, small generator. He, here's my beef. This is <laughs> plug your laptop and do it. I'm just going to get on my engineering soapbox. It is so dumb that I can't buy a battery pack that has the right voltage level because all this is is it's a it's a ac to dc converter mm -hmm. there's no reason why i can't buy something like a battery that has the right voltage level and just plug it directly in because there's just all this waste the stuff that comes into here is wasted it makes me grinds my gears anyway i feel you that is weird though i never thought about that why is that not a thing well the is it harder to like basically store the amount of no 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 for like uh you can run this thing off a car battery because it's, mm. it's just energy all you're doing is energy and they just have different f types of storage devices for it i mean yeah the the big thing is you have to have the right voltage level and that's it if you just figure out what apple is outputting like let's say it's 24 volt dc 
then you just need to get a battery that can output the amount of current and the right voltage level, and that's it. And Obviously, that's what you need to do. There's your new idea. Patent pending right <laughs> Patent now. Patent pending. Please do not steal this idea. I mean, the bad thing is is that um, every single computer is going to do it differently. Oh. Uh, because every computer is going to have There's not some, like, some different specs. There's no standards. That's why they There's not like a generic standard? No. Oh. It's basically how they design the power supply in here that dictates how everything else is... Uh, then why can't you just plug it into the wall? Well, that's what this is. This is why you have the adapter. Well, so, oh. So, yeah. There's just... You get that added layer of just waste heat that has to go through the... Oh, I the, see what you're saying. The rectifiers. Gotcha. I just blew everybody's mind. Like I understood a couple of those words. Yeah, that's actually what I was thinking. <laughs> so the the brick on your laptop charger, that's essentially the same as the power supply in your in your PC, correct? Yes. It's the, part of it. Yeah, I'm not I don't know what I haven't looked at a PC schematic, but generally, yes, the power that comes in from the wall is AC mm -hmm. and then you have to convert that into DC because everything runs on DC eventually. And you just have to wire everything. Why don't the outlets give DC power. Oh, you're going to get into some is sick it, history, is it, man. Is this engineering with Hayden Tiny? Yes. All right, let's do this. All right, let me okay. take a stab at it real quick. Okay, here Isn't we go. it because they thought that AC power or DC power was more dangerous? So I thought you're there was close. Okay. Basically, oh, go ahead. This is the this is the the laws of physics at play. DC is really great because. It's um, one of the easiest things. I think Edison came up with DC. It's very easy to generate it. The problem is, is that you have power loss. If you want to transmit power, you have resistance in the yeah. wire. And if you have a generator that puts out 120 volts, well, you try running 120 volts over an extension cord, 100 feet, 200 feet, 300 feet. Sooner or later, you're going to start noticing that your appliances aren't running as well because all that power is lost in the resistance in the wires. Mm -hmm. um, so Edison's solution was to make really big wires. And the problem is, is that big wires, you can't hang them up on power lines and they break and it's too expensive. So this is where Nikola Tesla comes in because Nikola Tesla came up with these AC generators. Alternating current has an added benefit because of electromagnets that you can change the voltage level. Mm -hmm. And if you jack up the voltage, which is why you have these huge power lines, is they're not close to the ground because if they were, they'd be arcing. But high voltages allow for transmission of power without the voltage or the power loss. So that's why you can have 100 kilovolt lines coming from a power station and travel hundreds of miles. And the power loss will be very, very low. I don't know what the number is, but probably better than your extension cord in terms of how much energy they're able to it transfer. makes it negligible yes so dc lost because you can't transform the voltage level easily although in european countries they actually um, generate the power in ac they convert it to a high voltage and then they turn that into dc so you have high voltage dc lines that you can run which are even more efficient than ac and you can transmit to the, all these countries and you don't have to worry about things like um, the frequency and being in phase because AC is way more um, sensitive to things like um, if they're not on the same frequency, you're going to have problems. You're going to get mismatched. It's, it's messy. Don't do it. So DC power at high voltages has some added benefits, but AC is still kind of the easiest thing to transmit. So why so. don't they like change it like when it gets to the house? You can. But what, the, like, why is that not a standard? Well, you can basically think about how the the electrical standards developed about 120, 130 years ago, and it's just it's been that way. Because if you think about it, the ability for um, appliances to use DC in an effective way, like with computers and stuff, didn't happen until the 1960s. So you're thinking. 80 to 90 years of people just plugging stuff into the wall and oh, um, okay. using it. Transistors didn't become a big thing until the 60s. They didn't become cheap until the 70s, 80s, the 90s, you know, till today. So it didn't really become a problem until recently, basically. Yeah, if you were to start over from scratch with all the knowledge that we have, 
yes, you could have all the power transmitted in AC, and then when it gets to your house, they have like 240 volt DC, and everything's hooked up to. Because like in Europe, they have 220 volt. It's not double US standard, but it's just different. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. Hmm. And there's other things too, like electricity's uh, wild. It's like it is. It's, it's weird, man. There's got all those uh, angry pixies floating through the wires. Yes, it's like who, who, nobody knows what's going on. We don't even know what's going on. <laughs> yeah, like I understood half of what you said, and it makes sense. I think. But... I think I got to look this up on Wikipedia to make. <laughs> so basically, sure. the reason why we get AC in our outlets is that because it's more efficient to transmit AC with the current infrastructure that we have yes it and go far and here's a here's <laughs> another fun fact for you. japan actually has two different um electrical grids one that runs on american standard 60 hertz i don't know if you guys know what the, the frequency of um, yeah European 60 power. hertz is one frame per or, or 60, 60 frames FPS, a second yeah, yeah. that's the that, yeah. that's what i know no <laughs> but that's that's why i get uh, my 144 hertz <laughs> yeah. monitors yeah so I uh, have less than a millisecond exactly. of delay. <laughs> so yeah, that's the so American electricity runs on sixty hertz. European runs on fifty hertz, and basically Japan, after I think World War II, had both. Hmm. So their electrical grids are separate. You can't hmm. mix a fifty hertz um, appliance with a sixty hertz system. But that doesn't... is a pain. Yes, it is. They've had to keep keep everything separate. Um, you got to make sure what appliances you're buying. I feel like if you buy the wrong appliance, there's going to be a fire. <laughs> there's going to be a fire. Yes. You'll that at least like let nightmare. the smoke out of her it for is. sure. It's an absolute nightmare. <laughs> huh. Honey, I thought we bought a rice cooker, not a, <laughs> not a portable fireplace. Yeah, I, electricity stuff is not has not been standardized as well. I mean, you just look at how many different plugs there are i mean here in the u.s we're okay but in europe there's so many different plugs yeah you you travel 10 miles you know because the countries are tiny you travel 10 miles and you're all of a sudden using a a two-pronged weird looking yeah cattle prod (laughs) power plug plug, in and then you drive you know another place and then you've got this weird peace sign looking plug like it's crazy so yeah, if Australia we ever go to, uses a different one. If we ever go to Mars, let's please figure this out ahead of time. Let's get something set up. It's going to be all standard. I imagine they will because it'll be probably one company. Because global. Tesla. One, or yeah, one large company at least, like Helming. So it probably will be. That's weird though. I mean, it makes sense, but that's a pain. Yes, it is. And I mean, who would have known? Yeah. Well, especially like... In the like, how long is electricity been around? Late eighteen hundreds, right? Yeah, basically became the eighties, right? Yeah, there's. I mean, you've got electricity being used in the seventeen hundreds. The big thing that drove stuff like Edison to develop his light bulb was the fact that it was too expensive for the average person to have any electricity in their house. Mm-hmm. Like you had arc lamps. I think those were used before you have Edison, but they're. You need special um, equipment to use it, and it's just a pain. So nobody did it. Mm-hmm. It was just cheaper for gas to be used. Well, the the Victorian era er, era was when electricity started to come in, right? Yeah, you have a bunch of things happening with um, electromagnetic theory. All these different people like Faraday, Maxwell. Um, those are the two names I can think of. They're, they're, all these things are being developed about Maxwell how to... House? Maxwell, yeah. <laughs> Uh, there, are, there are things like motors mm-hmm. being able to do work and actually do stuff like pumping water out of wells. Right around that time, you start having people thinking about how to create more efficient lighting, which is why you have Edison developing mm-hmm. his filament-style bulbs, and they work wonderful. Yeah, well, and they well, and they replace something that was in, originally incredibly dangerous. Yes, uh, your, gas lighting, your propane and propane accessory lighting. Yeah, yeah. oil lamps and all that. Yeah, well, so people had. Um, do you remember those old Coleman lanterns that ran off the propane bottle that yeah. had the mantle? Mm-hmm. That's what everybody had in their house for their yeah. lighting. 
like yeah the air quality probably wasn't that good either no, no. and and these things were just like piped through their houses mm-hmm. like and you had people that would forget they they'd put them out or not get the valve shut off and they just gas themselves mm-hmm. yeah and because know? nobody's it's putting like... anything in the actual gases to mm-hmm. alert them that their houses are filling yep. up oh yeah and that's why propane smells weird right they yep. put it's an additive yeah they put stuff into it so it smells yeah so you know that you oh hey a gas leak you know yeah. it's crazy i don't know I was watching, um, oh, what is it called? (laughs) Easily distracted Um, teepee over there. I think it was like true history or something on YouTube. And it was talking about like all the dangerous things in the household from the Victorian era. Everything. It it was like (laughs) everything. Oh my gosh. How did people not die? More people. Uh, They did one on the, the, united states post world war Two, it, it was i think it was just the world because they covered stuff about um britain and stuff too but um just like the dangerous things that were available that were not you know pe- people weren't aware they were dangerous like kids chemistry sets that contained like friggin radioactive yeah yes those. yes and, those are great um they had other ones that um made explosions essentially you know, so you'd have little Billy in his freaking room playing like a with nuclear reactor. Yeah, yeah, well, played with like explosives essentially, mm-hmm. um, with very little to no instructions, um, stuff like that, and you know, um, uh, towel warmers, um, ones that you'd wire into your house wiring that replace your like towel rack. Um, and there's no grounding, probably. No, they killed. No. They killed hundreds of people because people would install them themselves, um, and then you know they'd get out of the bath and reach for their towel with a wet hand, and it would electrocute them. <laughs> you know stuff like that, and I don't know. It was just crazy to me that we have so much like idiot proofing now. <laughs> Damn standardizations <laughs> and yes. safety regulations. <laughs> uh, but no kidding pretty crazy i know i love like the like the oil lamps or whatever those were like basically little like malt-up cocktails yeah and, and they like, didn't the provide movies, them much like, light they, either they That's just the like throw part. them and it just breaks and it's instantly like fire everywhere yeah it's like here's a crazy. great way to burn your house down knock this over and yeah you're be out of luck. super dangerous yeah so yeah after they invented the light bulb i think it became a lot safer to you know light your houses and do mm-hmm. stuff like that yeah mm-hmm. so I mean, basically, it's been around for 100 years with no problem. No problem. So that's problem. why this hasn't really been, like, it hasn't, nobody's no. done anything. And because see, it's it's relatively new, and there's not really a need to yet. It probably will become a thing. Yeah, the uh, it's the efficiency gains are probably not worth it, mm-hmm. in, because you're dealing with other things with regards to energy. Yeah. Um, there's other priorities that companies are looking for, making the grid better. The big thing is... I think this is predominant in America is that the appliances are so inefficient and they're not, they don't track stuff. Like the biggest thing that gets me upset is all the displays, the LED displays on your microwave, your fridge, all the stuff that just stays on all the time and you can't turn it off if you want it. You can turn off the display on your microwave. No, I can't. I guess you you unplug it. You can tell it, turn it off. Yeah. My microwave looks disgusting. (laughs) We'll talk about that. All over it. It is obnoxious, all the little lights, though. On the. On everything. The computers. When I try to go to bed at night, it's usually me trying to hunt down whatever that one thing, Mm -hmm. one blue light. I don't know. My motherboard has three lights on it three individual lights that Why? do not turn off you can't turn any of it I off hate uh, that. You like know when, like networking motherboards equipment off. too mm-hmm. networking equipment you can't do anything of it. it's mm-hmm. just everything has lights the stupid lights on your internet modem yeah, yeah that's, that's like constantly flashing that's why i've stuffed it down there the yeah because i used to have it um i had it all nicely set up over there mm-hmm. at one point and i would try to go to bed and it would be like blinking and flashing blue and green bro. lights yeah from, you just gotta make sure you don't tape like the exhaust ports but and that's the thing strips of duct tape and layer them that's what i did they're that's all very idea. tiny but all of them start adding up and it's a considerable amount of power if you mm. think on it a large scale citywide so i think in at least the uk you have the ability to turn the sockets off right there you can just turn mm-hmm. everything off so that's something i really like 
And the other thing that's I've coming in. I've got that ability because apparently one of my sockets is wired to that middle switch. light switch, which was really annoying when I had my modem routed to that socket. <laughs> oh, really? Just <laughs> Why is like, it turning quick, off? Oh, makes I it easy. I don't know why people do that. Because um, I think I'm supposed to put a lamp in that Yeah, corner. but like. Interesting. You could lamps come with switches. You don't need to yeah. wire it into the wall switch. Now in my house, they actually have it, the same thing, but that's for plugs in the loft. So they, I think they that makes expect sense. you to put in like some LED lights and have them. That like, makes do ambiance. I want to do it because you can't climb it. up. You're not going to be climbing up there. <laughs> no, no, I'll plug it. But when it's a lamp and it's like in the corner, it's less than ten feet away from the switch. Like, you know what I should do is I should run from that socket. I should run a strip of LEDs all the way around yes, my you apartment. You should. Absolutely. You know, I can I can find that you the stuff. No, dude, we can wire some. I found the websites. It's very easy to do. And we can get the colors you want and we can just Or you could be real bougie and buy some hue light strip, LED light oh, strips. Oh my goodness. You can control them from your phone. The phone. They're real nice. I don't have them, but I have the smart light bulbs are quite nice. Would recommend. Then I just need a sound system that I can work from my phone. Dude, yeah. Buy a Sonos. Problem solved. No, I've got stuff. I've got. I'll show you my setup because oh, it's Lord. it's it's amazing. Yeah, you should have done this. I've, you can get lights that'll sync to your computer lights. You can get the whole room a synced color. Sync. You get color. You get some sound. We'll get you some great. Just three point one with a subwoofer. Then that's all you need. You just need the center channel, the left, right. That's it. <laughs> oh, what have you done? And Tristan's now even broker than he was last <laughs> week. Oh man. I know, so, I think about all the power wasted. Oh, yeah. In, in my de- Well, just in my gaming PC with all the ridiculous. I mean, I'm also part of the problem. But because um, <laughs> I bought RAM with uh, RGB on it. Oh, my goodness. It's so I'm extra. Oh, I love it. I'm surprised man, you didn't why? get the uh, Corsair has um, the gold-plated chrome-looking RAM. No, no, mine's, well. mine's Corsair, but it's black with the <laughs> RGB strip on the top. You know, it's I, so extra. There are probably a bunch of engineers at... You got it from Corsair? Yeah. They're like, the you know, RAM. we could probably charge an extra 10, 20% if we it just was, put some very... blinky lights on it, right? <laughs> it was an yeah, extra 10 this bucks. Is a great no idea. shame. But How much like, was it? it? It was an extra 10 bucks. For the, See, yeah, they, they between, love that. Between, you and I, win, they and win, And I was like, wins. this is so dumb, but I was like, why not? But yeah, my the motherboard. I didn't plan that. The motherboard has RGB in it. The my GPU has RGB in it. That like does a bunch of things. Actually, the GPU is the coolest. It's got like all these ridiculous like lightning effects in it, and like all this oh weird my. stuff. It's really cool. Okay, see that I'll give credit for Apple because they have none of that. It's just yeah, because it's glowing light on the, the front, big glowing back that does literally nothing. Well, but they got rid of cool that in the, the new one, so now it's all gone. They didn't. Oh yeah, then the new um, Max they got rid of that light, so now it's just. Oh, a, that's dumb. Yeah, it's just a, Get back. a, a did reflective. Ever, did you ever notice if you're using your computer in direct sunlight that like there's sunlight hitting that? Yeah, I've seen that before. It screws up your screen. Oh really? Yeah, because light comes through it. Yeah, that's a you act no no joke. If you put something up on the other side, you can see it come through. What? That yes. is poor design, in my opinion. Yes. Or I guess it'd be cheap design. Well, now, they, of course. They, they saved a couple they're bucks using, not They're using something. the screen backlight to light up that. Uh, yes, yeah. I mean, it's just... So, yeah, it, I mean, they're saving money by that. That's kind of dumb. Well, now it's gone, so... Well, now I'm disappointed. Now but... they're saving a lot more money. <laughs> a lot more money. <laughs> but here's the cool those thing. Chinese kids to make one more MacBook <laughs> for the same price. Oh, gosh. So the big thing that is probably going to happen is smart grids. So companies will start having variable power, um, not variable power, but they're going to charge you at different rates at different times in the day. So we have peak times. Yeah. So peak time is going to become a big thing. And what these smart appliances allow us to do is be able to get information from the power plug. So the companies can have all this information sent out in the outlet so smart devices can extract that information and they know what time it is and what the peak times are and what the rates are and they can go into eco modes where they you don't run the compressor you don't turn the lights on stuff like that so i think smart grids are the the new fangled thing that these power companies want to do i mean it makes sense why waste extra energy when because it does two things it gets them more money probably because people are going to 
continue to run stuff. And for those that want to, they will become more energy conscious. Mm. Actually, no, I, I don't think the companies are going to make that much more money, but it will allow them to reduce their dependency on fossil fuels to power stuff. Because mm. you won't, you're not going to need to buy power from um, XYZ yeah. at a certain time. I always get a, a good laugh out of the whole electric car thing right now because a lot of people don't realize that a lot of our electricity comes from fossil fuels yeah. still. Oh, yeah. So it's We're really lucky here in Idaho, though, at least. Yeah, I think 65% is hydroelectric. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a large amount. Geothermal. Ge- oh, yeah, that geothermal is really We've got a lot nice. of geothermal Yeah, here. especially Boise. Like, downtown Boise is mm-hmm. largely geothermal. But that's Which what the cool. Tesla truck, um, he was wanting to do... Um, like a tonneau cover for the bed, mm-hmm. that would be all solar panels. So you could charge the car that while like cool. while it's part you're parked and shopping or whatever, which makes sense for like all electric cars. They should, yeah. if you can, like the whole roof should be. A problem solar is panels. it's just not. Even though sunlight hurts to be out in, like during the summer, it like it it burns. Um, Especially now, considering we haven't been outside <laughs> for like a month and a half. I mean, it's not even been worth going outside, though, for the past two weeks. It's been it's raining. True. Like, ugh. Anyways. Basically, there's not actually that much energy in sunlight. It, the, the number, the actual sunlight is 100 watts per square meter. Now, it sounds like a lot, but then you got to think that your solar panels are only 20% efficient. So you're only getting about yeah. 20 watts per square foot. So if you wanted to charge up a truck, you're going to need um, like well, an it, acre of solar panels. He, he said in the thing, it's not intended to like no. free you from plugging in the wall, but it's to give you like an extra couple miles during the day or whatever sure, yeah, to help continue it. But, but that's, I think that here's how I, I, I envision it. I think the shopping malls in order to encourage people to keep going there should have all of their um, parking covered. So it's not beating hot and you're not going to like scald your hand when you open up your car after being in there. And as an added bonus, you could put solar panels on the top. You can have charging stations for all the cool cars and stuff. I probably will eventually. Right now, it's probably not worth for them. But as we get more and more, especially here, we don't have a whole, there's not, I feel like there's not a ton of electric vehicles here. I see more and more Teslas as time goes on, but, and that's the only, that's really the only electric car I know. I feel like Tesla's like, they're super cool, but I feel like most people get them not because they're so concerned for the environment. It's a hundred percent status. It, it's yeah. I've been waiting for other car companies to come out with some really decent looking cars. Like if they had a Ford Fusion or a Chevy Impala that was like electric, I think that would be you mean more like appealing. a regular car that's electric. Electric, yes, a regular I don't car that's electric. How that concept so hard? You see all like the non-Tesla electric cars, and they've got some like weird design yeah thing, or it's like mm. just make a normal car please yeah. I, that's what yes. jeep's doing they're um, actually doing an electric they jeep are doing an electric wrangler an electric cherokee uh an electric what's the the more square not wrangler one the smaller one um reb no maybe yo hayden look that yeah. up um, come on tristan let's get that catchphrase in yeah the next the next wrangler is going to be electric interesting which is going to be cool. But yeah, it's like, I don't understand. Because you see like the, is it the Volt? The Chevy Volt that has like the weird cover over the back wheel. I think so. They, they probably discontinued. About? I think they discontinued the Volt. It's now the Bolt with it's a B. the Bolt? Yeah, the Chevy oh, Bolt wow. is the other one. They They're have. really branching out with that branding. What's so the, Renegade. Oh, Renegade, Renegade, thank yeah. you. At of least course. it's not the, uh, at least, oh, what was that? The Nissan Leaf. The one where the batteries exploded. <laughs> oops from i when did those come out 2009 they've been out for a while let me look this up yeah all the electric cars i feel like aside from teslas are just they just don't look good they either got some weird gimmick or it's like it's obvious electric car yeah they look like a prius but worse yeah (laughs) which i don't know how you pull that off riding prius is weird it's like it's just so quiet. As long as he stays way. under five miles an hour, <laughs> he'll be completely silent. <laughs> Teslas are the same way. It's so weird. Just mm-hmm. like I've ridden a Tesla. There's a whole day, Wikipedia but... article on plug-in electric vehicle fire incidents. Really? Oh my! I mean, gosh. yeah, it's a new technology. That's okay. So there was one Nissan Leaf that caught fire, and it happened without causing injuries, apparently. 
So there you go. Can you imagine you're just getting ready to leave? You walk outside and your car's just sitting there on fire. You're like, oh. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> this is how my day's going to go. Uh. Oh, man. I'm trying to think because I was actually looking last night at car companies mm-hmm. putting in electric ones. I, I think Toyota's got some really cool ones that are, they're not fully electric, but they're hybrid. They got a yeah. little battery, I think. In fact, let me I find think out. Ford has a truck coming that's electric too. So, I think that yes, that thing was pretty cool to watch. The. Uh, see toyota is it still more of like because I, I remember there were studies years previous that were saying it's it's more economic or like for the environment it's more beneficial to just buy a used car than to buy a new car i think that's because still of true. the Wasn't it? amount of emissions mm-hmm. that are created to like produce a vehicle wasn't it if you're gonna if you're it's better for the environment to keep your used car as opposed to go buy a new, a new. like dump like mm-hmm. if you dump your yes. car it's worse for the environment but if like if your car is totaled or whatever and you're looking to buy i think it was buying the electric one is mm-hmm. better but yeah keeping what you had or makes not sense. dumping what you have is i think is what it, i don't know mm-hmm that makes sense. I just remember reading about that in the years past and going, well, that actually makes a ton of sense because, yeah. like, the batteries in a lot of our things are not... They're rare earth minerals, yeah. and that mm-hmm. takes a lot to um, get. And the com- and the countries that are pulling the minerals out of the ground are not necessarily the most um, eco-friendly. We'll yeah. say that. Well, and our battery tech is slowly falling behind. Everything else batteries is, are just so hard, man. Yeah, everything else is running away, like with advancements, but our battery technology is dragging. We need nuclear reactor batteries. You know but, that was actually they actually do have that for uh, uh, the space space station, not space of course station. They do. Um, rovers. Tristan's million dollar idea. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, the, the Mars rovers and I think some satellites use radioactive decay so they in fact voyager voyager is the most um famous example of nuclear batteries and they're they've been out in space for is it 40 years now and we're still able to talk to them yeah that's cool in that case if it explodes nobody's gonna get poisoned oh yeah those things yeah they can't really explode it's just more of a well if they leak or whatever like here you can't do it yeah you can't do anything i think that uh, we're gonna get a big push for nuclear energy I've oh man it would be good. The biggest issues that nuclear power faces is um, primarily this the regulations that have been put in place to prevent bad accidents from happening like Fukushima. Mm-hmm. The I think public perception is going to be their biggest. Oh, it is absolutely public perception to overcome. Well, yeah, it's got amazing upsides, but it's also got really bad downsides. Oh yeah, end of the world. <laughs> But there was, I saw a YouTube video a while ago. It was using, it's not, it wasn't uranium. It was You're a, talking about the uh, liquid fluoride thorium reactors? I don't know. I don't yeah. know what it was, but it was, yeah, it was used, it was a different kind of, it was like a nuclear reactor, but it uses a different material in it. Yes. And it was supposedly safer. It and is. It, when it, if it melts down, like you don't get the like three idea and all the weird stuff. <laughs> well, the, the biggest, the, the thing that most nuclear technology runs on today is pressurized reactors and in any time you have something where there's a big differential like pressure then you got to build reactor vessels to contain it in case something goes really wrong which is um well because essentially what they're doing they're just using radioactive material to heat water to spin a turbine aren't they and the thing is is that water has a specific heat capacity and Mm -hmm. that's all based on the pressure that it's in so if you're able to keep the the pressure higher you get more energy you can put more energy in the water so that when you flash it to steam and it goes into a turbine, you're able to spin it faster for longer, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, there's downsides, like I said, because when you have things that are under pressure, you've got to build stuff that can withstand that pressure, and then you have to build margin into that material so that it doesn't explode. Mm-hmm. So that's the biggest challenge, is that you have to build these really strong containment vessels so that when... If it explodes, that radioactive material doesn't go everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think the more promising 
technology in nuclear development are atmospheric pressure. So it's one, it's at the atmosphere that we breathe in and all that stuff. So there's no explosion. Mm-hmm. It's either something cracks and it's leaking on the floor, but you can fix it. Um, that would certainly drop the cost a lot. But all that research and development has essentially stopped. I don't think the, the government is funding stuff for developing new reactor technology. It's all almost entirely privately funded. Although INL in Idaho, it's in Idaho Falls, somewhere yeah, Idaho in that Falls. area, they still do technology stuff. They still do reactor testing. Mm-hmm. Um, Did you know in not... the 70s, one of the rods blew off? Well, that's a Falls, that's a prime example and of pressure. a dude into yes. the ceiling, and the ceiling yeah. was a hundred feet in the air. Yeah, they they couldn't find him, right? They didn't know where he was. Yeah, he like it like exploded. Dude vanished because it caught him and just sent him straight into the ceiling. It is nuts. Yeah, that's where pressure. It's yeah, it can. It's, it's <laughs> Have bad. you seen Chernobyl on HBO? I haven't watched it. I've I've read it's about. So good. Well, I I mean yeah, if you've read about, it, you've seen the show, obviously, but um. It's crazy, and because the, the like, because it's like under like a vault or whatever. The thing weighs like hundreds of thousands of tons or something like that. It's very yeah. And it blew it straight off. Yes. And like, um, there was a glow from the radioactivity when it went off. You could see it like glowing up through the thing. Is crazy. Yeah, ionized. Yeah. 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 It's a great show because like it because you can go read about it, but it visualizes mm-hmm. very well everything that occurred. But the yeah the. I don't know how much it was, but the was seal uh, vault roof thing that it shot up was like beyond heavy. It was crazy. That's my story. Is the reactor we have in Arco, is that still running? Or is it... the? I know there's the stuff that's at INL proper. I don't think there's... None of the stuff mm-hmm. that was running back in the 40s is... It's probably all been decommissioned, but they've got yeah. reactors still doing stuff, experiments. I think most of the, like, eastern Idaho, south southeastern Idaho is all off of that reactor. No, it isn't. No, it isn't? Oh. No, that, it is not hooked up to the grid. According to Idaho Power, at least. I was looking, because... Are you sure? Yeah, I looked at their energy mix. They didn't have anything for nuclear. I even looked at their prospectus for their mm-hmm. plans on future energy yeah. um, uh, goals and nuclears. They have, they talk about it, but they don't mention anything about Arco powering anything. Not Arco, but INL. Yeah. I thought the place was up and running. No, they got, they, there's the, uh, I think there's the dam in, is it American Falls? Yeah. Yeah. They've got a, they've probably got hydroelectric over there too. Mm-hmm. Huh. We're very lucky here in the state to have that. Yeah. We've got quite the diverse range of power options. And I mean, you're going to see it too, because Idaho Power is planning for a, uh, 2050 green energy goal 100 mm-hmm. percent renewables which is cool and then yeah. we'll be the first state to do it aren't they ahead of their schedule too i thought i saw an email from them about it you're probably right i thought i thought i don't know what it was but i thought i the email saying like we're ahead well look how great we are and i'm like hey cool can you lower my rates now no <laughs> make it cheaper cheaper <laughs> our power is actually really cheap comparatively oh it is oh which is awesome and it's clean see i complain about it but that i like compare like watt hours or whatever it is to other places and i'm like oh never mind this yes is fantastic yeah. <laughs> yeah well kind of coming back to the apple products kind of deal uh, we oh were yes talking about earlier oh boy and i wanted to see what you guys think oh no so you know how apple apple designs their products so that you have to take it to them for them to fix it sure yes how do you guys feel about products that are like that I have mixed feelings on right to repair. That's the big thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's like tech products and John Deere tractors are the thing that I see all the time about right to repair people complaining mm-hmm. and lobbying for whatever. Um, well, it's rapidly going to st- like start becoming more of an issue with vehicles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, oh, vehicles so. are such a mess. Well, with, with the phones, I don't like it, but I get it. Especially with like when warranties come into play. Mm-hmm. But, um, watching like if you ever watch a teardown video on an iphone they're you have to break it they're yeah to... they're a lot more like of a one piece kind of a thing as opposed to and i don't know about androids i haven't had an android in a long time but the last android phone i had had a battery pack that came off and it like mm-hmm. it it had two pieces as opposed to the iphone which is it's like one it seems to me that the higher not higher the more expensive android phones have moved away from modularity 
They have like the my, is the note. Mine doesn't uh, have a, a removable battery pack. Oh. Yeah, but they also have to do that for. I understand why they do it for to get the water resistance. Yeah, that's the other thing. But and it's just the more the more complicated you make things, the harder it is to repair. And people are gonna want to, but it. Mm-hmm. But I don't the, like it, but I get why they do it. If this may be off the wall, but it seems like phones are treated more as um, they're not. You don't own them, and it's not like you you buy it, but. You're not thinking about it long term. It's not like a car. You're not expecting to have it for 5, 10, 15 years. Mm-hmm. You're, that's why Apple offers their uh, yearly trade-in program now. Oh. You pay $20 a month, and then every year you'll just get the new phone yeah. shipped to you. Because you're, you're just looking for the features. You're, yeah, you're not... You're leasing the phone, basically. Yeah. Maybe that's why you could say these companies are doing that. Is mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not really the your phone anyway. Now, so Like, back when we were in high school couple years ago it made more sense to get a phone every year because each year the like the phone was was really fast like it was like double Mm. everything was like twice as good as the old one now it's less and less yearly of a we've got facial recognition now yeah like each year it's like a little thing and so i don't understand it now they Mm. i feel like they introduced it at the wrong time but i guess people do it i i i thought the the iphone is it the x now the newest one the 11 the, uh, the 11 whichever it's one the was like oh yeah we've got the facial unlocking um that's a, that's i that's a 10x i i thought that was pretty funny because i was like android we've had that on the android for the thing is though a while here and just the the dollars per per feature i yeah. guess i don't know always bothers me the thing that well one you're paying more for name for name brand name brand for you're paying mm-hmm. more for the apple tax you're paying more because it's apple but with like my phone i trust apple a lot more than i do google or huawei or yeah, any of the fair. other android uh one plus or whatever um no offense to any of them please sponsor us um yeah but so part Sponsored of it part of the reason huawei. why i'll happily pay more um is because it's like i I trust Apple more, which may or may not <laughs> be dumb of me, but um, yeah, they I certainly advertise privacy more than any other. Uh, yeah, phone I company. mean, after everybody got all those celebrity nudes from iCloud. Well, and that was—they're like, your iCloud account was hacked. It's like the password leak. That's not yeah. hacked. Like that's part of the thing that drives me crazy. I hate that when it's like, oh, I hacked your account. It's like nah you know my password and yeah you just typed it in <laughs> yeah. um but I, and i know with the at least with the phones for the fingerprint sensor and the facial recognition apparently that part of the phone is stored separately from the rest of the phone and mm-hmm. so it like you the main part of the phone sends a, like a thing to the facial yeah, recognition part yes. yeah thank you a request to that and then it goes it checks to make sure what, that's what does it scan your face it checks to make sure that it is you and it basically sends a yes or no back mm-hmm. so it's not the main like motherboard of your phone in theory according to apple is not interacting with that part yes mm-hmm. and that makes me feel a bit better too because i really i don't like the biometrics particularly yeah and if apple wasn't and again i could just be they could just be blowing smoke up my ass and lying about everything i don't know i just it, it, in this day and age i just assume that every person that's not me has equal access to my information yeah because it's just probably smart like at this point it's like man if somebody really wanted to get my info they they probably wouldn't have to try yeah they'll just probably ask you yeah Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah here's my social (laughs) have a nice day (laughs) just uh whatever good luck but i've got bad credit That's that's the best point. Good luck. Good luck. <laughs> Let me know if you get any responses. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Uh, See, I want to get your iPhone. I'm not going to. Really? Also, with the See, AirPods, I forgot to mention this. If you don't get an iPhone, don't get AirPods, because they're it's they, built they... largely to a lot of the like the features awesome like easy features that come with it are designed for iPhones. They still work with Android phones, but you mm-hmm. miss out on a lot of the like Siri and nice not serious not that great but 
like the noise canceling and the yeah. quick like pairing you like open the case or whatever and, and then on the phone to be like do you want to pair these you click yes and you're good to go and gotcha. so a lot of the airpod features are iphone yeah. specific no i just i i was thinking about this last night because i was talking about um firearms with a friend and um shocker, shocker right <laughs> crazy tristan talked to, to, about guns to somebody but there's a particular firearms company that produces a, a very sought-after gun. Mm-hmm. But I I would very much love to have one. It's very much out of my price range, probably for the, right, the next 20 years of my life. Um, but I did some more research, and I found out that they put these little C-clips on the parts inside the gun. So if you want to like replace your extractors in the gun you take the c-clip off and it's it's they're tamper evident oh Oh. yeah and so you can't replace things without sending them to the gun manufacturer the firearm and these are these are parts that are like in every other firearm i like oh i'll just hop on brownells sponsor us <laughs> and you know order a part yeah and i i said I'll, I'll never purchase a firearm from them if that's how they're gonna treat me as a customer when mm. you're sending or you're selling me a premium product you know i don't think that's acceptable for a six thousand dollar rifle that i have to you know expensive freaking rifle you know. well but it, it's like that with it's like that with a lot of products mm-hmm. now you know tech and cars like if I popped the hood on a 2020 Ford Ranger, I wouldn't be able to tell you what's what. Because it's all, everything's got the, like, plastic covers and... Yes. You've got all these computer ports oh, for Oh, yeah. Aren't they really designed stuff? so that you you can't take anything out without needing some serious work? Yeah, I, well, I mean, my 2000, what was it? Was my focus an O three? It was an O three. It was impossible to get stuff out of that one. But um but yeah, the new stuff they've got all these like I don't know it's like a plastic bib that's over so my mom's Everything's got, got a, covered up. Yeah, my mom's got a twenty thirteen Ford Focus. And whenever I open the hood on that, I'm like, Well, that's where I put oil into it and everything else looks foreign, you know. Mm-hmm. Looks like a alien well, machine part of that with cars because like i mean my jeep i can take the whole thing apart with like a freaking socket set yeah but my jeep also has like the engine cover and everything i think part of that is they just want it because most people aren't going to pop the hood and like start working on it they're going to pop the hood and throw oil in or whatever and so mm-hmm. they want it to look the car companies i'm guessing kind of want the like the engine bay to look nice and so i feel like that's, that's partially fair. why they cover it up because that stuff's going to get gross and dirty and whatever and so by throwing that nice plastic cover over it you don't get to see any of it yeah it minimizes (laughs) i think that's partially why they do it yeah but yeah cars are going that way and the smarter cars get the more they go that way Mm -hmm. though well here's the good news with electric cars all that stuff will just disappear it'll just be empty it'll just be wiring (laughs) it'll just be a big battery if you get the fancy car you'll have individual motors for every wheel so Mm -hmm don't need no transmission anymore that's true that's you just have to control the flow of current yeah basically that's your transmission basically yeah with um motors if you design them properly you can dump as much current into those wires and it will do whatever whatever it's Mm -hmm. that'll be interesting i don't know i feel like some things like if it's tech related i get the we don't want Joe Schmo to open it up and start working on it because mm. it's like 99% of the population barely knows how to turn the device on. Yeah. You don't want them like popping the iPhone open and like tinkering <laughs> around in there or whatever. But with stuff like, like with guns, that is ridiculous. Or, like, yeah, I think guns, very cars, mechanical. There's yeah. no, yeah. Things that are like, does almost designed to be worked on. Mm-hmm. Like it, like that's what the john deere thing is ridiculous a lot yeah. of those tractors like you have to apparently you have to take them in to a, a dealer and they like they know when you try to work on it or whatever and it's apparently a, a big thing but like stuff like that mm-hmm. is ridiculous like yeah well let me try to offer maybe uh, a different perspective at least because i think with tractors now you're going to start seeing a move towards automated tractors you're not gonna have people in them doing yeah. stuff so 
if you think about it, most of the new tractors, you probably buy the $200,000, $300,000 ones are probably heavily tech dependent. And then there's potentially proprietary information on those computers that it's, I don't know if it's copyrighted, but it's a trade secret, essentially. Mm -hmm. John mm -hmm. Deere has their special whiz-bang computer for <laughs> making those engine noises. There's 12 herbs and spices. <laughs> says, yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's definitely part of it. It's just frustrating when the product... So, like, on a firearm, a lot of people don't really think about it, but every part on a firearm is disposed... It's, uh, it's, it gets used up. Yes. And worn out. And right. So, like, people if you don't shoot a ton a lot of people don't think about it but like eventually the barrel on your rifle will go out sure you know because every time you put a bullet down the barrel the hot powder the bullet the it, rifling is the just rifling gonna, yeah. wears down it's coursing yeah. your you know your muzzle diameter gets bigger yes yeah um you know your springs and pins and doohickeys Everything. all get worn out and I don't know. It's the, I think that's something that it's really unfair to do that in. Well, you can tell you you tell me, but it seems like gun tech has not advanced. No, we've we stopped in the eighties because it's like you you've reached what we call perfection or just about like when you compare. So like when did the AR platform come out? It came out um, during Vietnam. Once they perfected that i mean really though from the creation of the ak and the ar there and there just really hasn't been much new improved stuff. the like i think in the gun industry the things that are improving right now are um like uh it's the metals right the silencer production really? Um, that's become more popular is more people want to get into that the so that the silencer technology or i should say suppressor technology has gotten better but i don't think really guns guns haven't really changed all that much since the beginning of time like what about the material are they making advancements like lighter yeah i mean there's some companies out there doing cool stuff with carbon fiber and oh, i'm just thinking about that but it Guns are a really simple thing for the most part. Like, you, you stuff a bullet in a barrel, and it goes boom. And if you want to pull the trigger and it goes boom again, you have the gases from your first bullet work the bolt and sure. put another one in. You know? And and since we've gotten... So, like, the most modern handguns, you're not going to have a bunch of, you know, failures to fire or, you know, jamming or... I don't know. We've just reached a point where it's like, well, we can't really improve on the actual mechanics of the gun. Sure. So a lot of like cosmetic and like, oh, here's how we're going to arrange these parts. Right. Okay. Is going on right now. But, and I'm not a gun historian, but I'm, when I think of like guns changing over the years, the big ones I think of are rifling and automatic loading. And that's like, yeah the two important ones that I can think of, like I've, I've been much. sitting here the entire time going like, what else happened with guns? They've yeah. basically been the same since mm -hmm. the start. Yeah. They, they created um, like cartridge bullets. Yeah. I guess you could kind of count that, but like other than that, like I can't think of anything else that was a significant change. Yeah. Going from like a musket where you have to have your ball powder and patches all separate to having a cartridge was a huge leap. That's amazing. Um, big, you know, you get, and then that's where we saw stuff like the Spencer carbine, um, which was not super popular, but there's the U S I think the North used it in the civil war. It, yeah. It was like, a. um, I can't recall. Yes. I My think you're right. Cause they did. They super great. There were multi-shot. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, you got, used. and then you got things like the martini Henry too, that were single shot. Anywho. Um, but yeah, you, you go from, ball powder patches to cartridge to um multi you know shot lever action bolt action and then you you know auto loaders and automatics and yeah and that's that's about it like technology wise they do a lot of things now to like mitigate recoil um i guess things like the vector uh submachine gun that was like a big leap 
But for your consumer, average everyday person, that's going to make no difference because yeah. owning something like that in auto and like that's an automatic is just too expensive. Right. Um, but I mean, they make civilian versions that are semi-auto, but you don't get to take advantage of this awesome recoil system that's built to function only in automatic fire. Interesting. You know, but I could rant about this for way too long. <laughs> for another but, episode, right? But yeah, I guess. I mean, there's there's not... there's I don't know what they're going to improve on next. You know? It's going to be ammo types, probably. Yeah, I there's... The Siri integration. That's what it's. That's Siri. the big one. Hey Siri, fire my gun. <laughs> don't. I don't have to stop. Um, but yeah, but, I, I would imagine it. The next like big thing would just be what kind of projectile it uses. Mm-hmm. Um, so that should be should be interesting. I know they've tried to um, build rifles that shoot like flechettes, like darts, mm-hmm. um, and caseless cartridges. Or, you know, cartridges that the casing, you know, burns up or disappears or Mm. um, polymer cases. That's been a big talk lately. Um, Also, the last company that put those out, I think, kind of didn't do very well. Yeah. But anywho, yeah, I think um, ammo types will be probably the next thing. It's cool stuff. Super cool. This was a very technical podcast. It was. Yeah, it was. Talked about electricity and yeah. Game. We didn't even hate on Game of Thrones once. Oh man, because they don't have electricity in that show. You're right. All right, did right? There's no, no they electricity. Didn't. No, they didn't. It was like there's mid- lightning. Medieval it's, time. Yeah, it's not really electricity. That doesn't count. I mean, well, it, it counts, it, but it not is really. kind of. It is it? electricity. It, it, it is. It, I mean, isn't it? Like, it's just a high voltage. Yeah. That's it. Okay. Electricity yeah. or lightning's wild. It is. Electricity's wild, but. All right. I think that wraps it up. We had a great podcast. I'm glad we actually got to Woo-hoo. be in person again. <laughs> it's perfect. I'm curious to see it. good. How is the, is the Discord ones? Do they sound okay? As yeah, they do. Okay, that's good. Yes. Because we might be bouncing back and forth. Hopefully not. But Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it'll be interesting to see. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. At this point, I think places are either going to stay closed or just start opening it up regardless of the consequences well, we will shoot for way. irl podcasts if yes. at all possible Woo-hoo! yes so okay well i want to thank everybody for listening to this episode of the ida bros podcast and we'll see you in the next one deuces bye